Hello, my friends. Welcome to Breakfast with Sergio. Welcome back. Welcome back. Super happy to be here with you again. And today I want to talk about really quickly, should I have prices listed in my website? A question that a lot of artists sometimes ask when designing their website or, uh, you know, updating their website. Should I have prices listed on my website? So my friends, again, welcome back to Breakfast with Sergio. Today I'm kind of running late, so there's no breakfast. All I have is my tea and that's what I'm having this morning but that's okay, I'll have uh, some breakfast later on. I didn't wanna be late for this episode. So the big question is, uh, Sergio, should I have prices listed on my website? Now, this uh, depends who you are, depends one of what kind of art you do, depends what your intentions are. You know, this question might come at some point, like say, okay, Sergio, should I put my prices on my website, on every artwork listed on my website? Shouldn't I, should I? And the answer is different for everybody, right? I think the answer is different for everybody. It depends on, on what you want to do, what are your objectives uh, within your website. I always say, and when I'm coaching and working with artists, I always say, well, you know, if you want to sell more art, you have to be proactive also in telling people how they can buy your work, right? Don't assume that everybody knows that if they are interested to come into your website, to look for your contact information, to drop you an email, put in the subject line, what is it about, type in the information or what they want. You know, that's a lot of work. You gotta make it easier. You have to make it in a way that the person knows, uh, you know, how they can contact you. How is your work uh, available? And is it available for sale? Don't assume that people, when they land on your website, they automatically know that your work is available for sale. So. Uh, should I have prices listed on my website? It also depends too. Some artists, if you're working with a gallery, for example, or other galleries, sometimes um, uh, you know artists may not want to put their prices on their website because they, be, they are already working with a, with one or multiple galleries and they prefer not to compete with the gallery. Uh, and so there are many reasons why you may or may not want to list your prices on your website. Um, and you know, also what price points do you manage in your website? So, or in your art in general. So this is a, this is a question that is, the answer is gonna be different for everybody and it's gonna be different according to your expectations and to what you want to do. One thing is for sure is that if you want to work on yourselves, you have to be more proactive. So oftentimes I tell artists who may be on the fringe say, well, Sergio, I really want to promote sales, but I don't wanna put prices on every artwork that I have on my site. You know, what would be an alternative? Well, there are, I'm gonna give you here a couple of alternatives, some ideas in which you can do that. If you don't want your website to look like, um, like a shop, like an online shop, but you still want to promote sales, you know, what are some of the alternatives? Well, here's one of some of the alternatives that I recommend. Some things that you can do, for example, is you can uh, have, if you don't wanna have listed prices on every artwork, what you can do, and many artists do this, many artists have their artwork, for example, for sale, what's up, the words that are available for sale, they might have them on Fine Art America, or maybe they might have them on um, um, Sachi Art, or some of the other online platforms that are specifically for artwork for sale. So you can have in your website, line says, you know, to um, works available, uh, click here and then when the person clicks there then those are the words that are available for sale and that kind of separates your kind of like your marketplace from your gallery you know that's an option uh, other artists for example are using artwork archive because it's nightwork archive you know you can mark the, the 
artworks that are already sold and you have the option to display or not display um, prices. So and the, one of the newest things that they just released last week is integrations. Now you can integrate your artwork archive into your uh, website so that when the person goes to your gallery, they can look at your public profile from directly from Artwork Archive all within your website. They don't have to go to Artwork Archive's website, which is pretty neat. And if you want to see how that works, check out a couple of previous episodes of Breakfast with Sergio where I do a quick tutorial on how to do it and I'll show you exactly how it looks. It looks really neat. So that's another option, right? You have that option. And what I like about the Artwork Archive option is that in the gallery, every artwork, uh, if you decide to whether put prices or not, every artwork comes by default with a little button for inquire. So anyone wishing to inquire on a particular piece, all they have to do is just click on that inquire button for that work, put their email, the name, and that's it. You know, super easy. So again, the, the less steps that you have for people to find out how they can buy your work, how your work's available, you reduce friction, right? The friction of, okay, what do I do? Where do I go? Is it for sale? Is it not for sale? You know, all these things, you gotta be more proactive. It is something that you want to work on. Now, some artists like to, uh, you know, talk first with a client who may be interested in their work. So the, the inquire button is really a good idea. Some other artists may want to have uh, the option to buy directly from their site right away. So then, you know, the purchase option should then be there listed. Uh, here's an, a third idea, again, um, depends on how you want to manage this. And like I said, there's no right or wrong. It's just about how you want to do it and what you may want to do. And oftentimes I recommend artists just try it, try different things, see which one is a better fit for you. If you don't, ha if you don't wanna have your, art, your uh, prices listed under your artwork, but you still want to promote certain works that may be available, what I recommend is you can always add an, an additional page on your website that you can call it shop or available works or something that everyone knows, understands those terms, your right shop or store or uh, available. And when you put it there in that page, it's an additional link that you make in your site. So you cannot separate your online marketplace from your uh, gallery if you want. And on that shop page, then you can select you know, maybe six or eight, whatever many number of pieces you want and promote those as the works that you have uh, in your shop uh, and you want to promote sales for those works or a series of works or a collection of works. The nice thing about that, what I like about that is that when you do that, you can then promote and you can market that page over and over. You can also change it on a monthly basis. For example, you can have the, the September selection of works that you want to promote and you you share that page throughout the month of September. Uh, you can feature each artwork on Instagram and send links directly, change your Instagram link to go directly to that page on your Facebook every time you share your art for that, that you're featuring that month that you are promoting. Then you can include a direct link to that uh, shop uh, page. Uh, that's one way in which you can do it. And uh, I think that that kind of separates within your website, separates your marketplace from your general gallery. Again, other artists, uh, you know, who uh, may, may want to just have the option 
of a sale directly from the homepage, and that works fine too. Again, it all depends what you want to do. It all depends what type of work you, you make. It all depends your price points as well. You know, if all your work is over $10,000, you know, the likelihood of somebody just clicking on buy now, PayPal button for $10,000 is, is very unlikely. So when, for that kind of collector, you know, they might want to first engage in a conversation. So for in those cases, you know, an inquire, you know, that that is more appropriate. So it all depends what you want to do, what are your objectives. Many of you sell also prints or a reproduction. So then you can have that shop page, you know, that is specifically for the work that you sell um, on a more regular basis, um, editions and so on, under that particular page. And then again, you can promote that page, uh, drive traffic directly to that page, uh, even boost posts so that it drives traffic to that page. And it is a specific page that you have within your website that is dedicated to the online sales. And um, um, so that that is one of those options. Now, some of you may have, again, different series, or maybe uh, uh, you may have a jewelry. I, I think Olga just sent me a message here. Thank you for the message uh, about, um, um, for example, let me uh, let me read her question. I think it's a good one. It says, my jewelry designs are based on some of my artwork. I'm the, uh, debating whether I should include our, my artwork on the on this website. Thoughts? I think so. You know, if you're an artist, if you do different types of work, it's all about how you present it and how you integrate it within your within your story, within your website as an artist. This is a conversation actually I had last week with an artist I was coaching inside our next level program. Is this idea? Okay, um, you know, I do different types of work. You know, should I have different websites for each one? And again, it all depends what you want to do and how different is different, right? But uh, I would say, in general, you know, if you are you are as an artist, uh, you want to have everything that you do connected. It's just about organization, how you organize things. It's like putting things on a drawer, right? Uh, you can drop everything on the drawer, or you can create compartments on the drawer so that when you open your drawer, you can find, you know, your spoons, your knives, uh, and your forks, right? But versus just Piling everything in there, so it's the same on a website. If you organize things uh, in a in a manner that people understand the differences between the two or three or four different categories, I think you are fine. And again, it all lands on the there, um, because somebody may come for your jewelry, but then they find out that you also do paintings or drawings, and they might be interested on that. Don't assume that because somebody comes to just one specific type of work, that's all they are interested on, or they will always be interested on. So. I think that's a, that's a good way to do it. Organize it nicely, create categories, maybe create specific pages for the things you want to promote on a regular basis. And I think that's a great marketing strategy that you can do for your website. And the best thing you can do is just give it a try. So my friends, thank you so much for watching. Very fast with Sergio. I got to run today. Got other things to do. Don't miss uh, my episode on Monday. It's going to be awesome. Have a special guest and uh, it's going to be good. Follow me on uh, Instagram, Sergio Gomez Projects. Look out for all the other episodes in, the, in my YouTube page. Check out all the resources I have for artists at theartistnextlevel.com. And I will see you, my friends, next time. Thank you for watching. Bye.